Well, I'm going to assume that I can be heard here. And we're going for, uh, this is the Artemis mission. So first we're going to go ahead and look at uh, Artemis, which, what is Artemis? So let's talk about, about Artemis. Artemis is about to be talked about and examined here. But first, you're listening to Technical News Reading, presented by Hakeem Alibokis Alexander on Colin, the social podcasting app. Presented for World Reading Club in association with Unique Equilibrium. This edition's reading focus comes to us from blogs.nasa.gov, and we're going to start here with a a blog here that is titled, and I just want to make sure I get this previous here. I didn't think I got back as fast as uh, we're going to get back to the, the launch here. I forgot to set up. There's a lot of stuff to look at before the launch. So Artemis, I'm going to talk to you about what Artemis in just a second once I get to this uh, particular uh, part here. And it's about managers proceed towards November 16th launch. So I want to start there. Um, launch director gives mission managers proceed Artemis. So, and there's a lot of text. I'm not going to read all of it. Um, almost there. Let's see. November 16th is the date I'm looking for, which is today, right? The day of this uh, presentation here. Let me also check. And uh, let's see. Almost there. Weather forecast. Yes, here we go. So, first thing we're going to do is now I'm here at a part. It's called um, Managers Proceed Toward November 16th Launch to Meet Monday. Okay, so that's what this title is starting here. And this is where we're going to start to go. So, we're going to talk about Artemis right, at NASA. So, Artemis is, let's see, about. Artemis is the first step in the next era of human exploration. Together with commercial and international partners, um, NASA will establish a sustainable presence on the moon and prepare for missions to Mars. You know, This is something that I was talking about before. All right, and I'm going to go ahead with this again. So, all right, so Artemis is the, NASA will establish a sustainable presence 
on the moon to prepare for missions to Mars. This blog will be a source of information on Artemis launch and exploration progress, covering updates across our science, technology, and human exploration programs once we're ready to fly. Check out this blog for launch updates and other mission operations. Learn more about Artemis. I'm going to click on that really quick where it says about Artemis and see what we have. Okay, so there's a lot of information that I'm not going to look at right at this moment, but we are going to, and there are some cool graphics of the moon and Mars in view, so that's excellent. Um, all right, so this article here on the blog, this blog is from November 13th, 2022 at 10.01 p.m. from Rachel Kraft, um, Artemis One, all right, and we're going to take a look at what this says here, right? So, managers proceed toward, mon toward November 16th launch to meet Monday. That would be the past Monday, right? Um, today is Wednesday, the 16th of November. So, Monday would have been the, the 14th of November. Let's take a look at this. The Artemis One mission management team met Sunday evening to review the status of preparations for launch and gave a go to proceed toward a November 16th launch attempt. The team will meet again Monday afternoon to review additional analysis associated with Kalk on Orion's launch abort system that came loose during Hurricane Nicole. All right, so the team will meet again Monday afternoon to review additional analysis associated with the Kalk on Orion's launch abort system that came loose during Hurricane Nicole. The two-hour window for launch opens at 1.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Wednesday. That's today. The countdown will begin at 1.54 a.m. Monday. Within the next day, engineers will conduct detailed analysis of several feet of delaminated caulk where, should be maybe where they, where, oh, where the OGIV, I'm going to just read it as I see it here in the text. Where the OGIV on Orion's launch abort system meets the crew module adapter. Right, I need to see what is the OGIV. Or the OGIV. Right? I don't know what the hell that is. I'm going to check that real quick. A pointed or gothic arch, a cumulative frequency graph. Okay, we're gonna. All right. All right. Makes the module, the crew module adapter. Okay, got it. So that's the old game. It's the pointed arch thing. It's okay. Makes the crew module adapter. It's part of the ship. Okay. The analysis will assist. Assess risk should it come loose during launch. That's not good. Overnight, in parallel with launch preparations, technicians will also also will remove and replace a component of an electrical connector on the hydrogen tail service mast umbilical ground side plate. Engineers continue to see some inconsistent data provided through the connector despite replacing the cable to the connector earlier in the week. Engineers have redundant sources for the information provided through the connector and it is not an impediment to launch. NASA will provide a pre-launch status update Monday afternoon after the mission management team reconvenes. Live coverage of
10.30 p.m. and NASA and Espanol broadcast coverage will begin at 12 a.m. Wednesday. Click here for the latest information on launch briefings and events. So, that is so far where we're at. We're going to go next to weather forecast remains 90% uh, favorable for Artemis 1 launch. Right, so, we're leading up to today, obviously, the launch is a go-ahead here. Um, weather conditions remain nine, and this is, uh, so, our technical news reading continues. This is a blog called, Weather Forecast Remains 90% Favorable for Artemis Launch. And, weather conditions remain 90% favorable for the Artemis 1 launch, based on Mon the Monday, November 14 forecast from meteorologist with the U.S. Space Force Space Launch Delta 45. Liftoff is scheduled for 1.04 a.m. Eastern Ta Standard Time, Wednesday, November 16th, with a two-hour launch window. The mission management team will reconvene this afternoon to review additional analysis from overnight operations in preparation for launch. NASA is targeting a teleconference at 6 p.m. to discuss the outcome of the meeting. Listen on the agency's website at nasa.gov forward slash live. Okay, continuing the next blog on nasa.gov about Artemis. So it's nasa.gov, so you probably go blogs.nasa.gov forward slash Artemis and you'll start to see some more things. This is from the, uh, the 14th of November. And it's titled, Managers Give Go to Proceed Toward Launch, Countdown Progressing. So Artemis 1 managers convene Monday afternoon to review the status of countdown operations as well as two open technical items and gave a go to proceed toward launch Wednesday, November 16th. The two-hour window for launch opens at 1.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Engineers examine detailed analysis of caulk on a scene between an OGIV on Orion's launch abort system and the crew module adapter and potential risks if it were to detach during launch. The mission management team determined there is a low likelihood that if additional material tears off, it would pose a critical risk to the flight. Technicians also completed replacing uh, a component of an electrical connector on the hydrogen tail service mast umbilical. While swapping the component did not fully fix the issue, engineers have redundant sources of information supplied through the connector. Um, then it says, listen to a replay of the media teleconference from November 14th. Continuing on NASA, blogs.nasa.gov, the countdown which began Monday at 1.54 a.m. is progressing smoothly. All elements of the rocket and spacecraft are powered, powered up overnight. Teams will charge flight batteries, conduct final walk-downs at the launch pad, and check out communications with Orion. The following milestones remain in the countdown. Uh, following milestones, following milestones remaining in the countdown are below. Live coverage of tanking operations with commentary on NASA TV will begin on Tuesday, November 15th, 
at 3.30 p.m. Full launch coverage in English will begin at 10.30 p.m. Click here for the latest information on launch, briefings, and events. So, L, 32 hours and counting. So, point, we have four-stage composite overwrap pressure vessel, COPV pressurization to, pressurization to flight pressure. Uh, point, the ICPS is powered down. Charge Orion flight batteries to 100%. Charge four-stage flight batteries. And the ICPS is powered up for launch. L, 19 hours and 30 minutes to 16 hours and 30 minutes. So that's, so that should take about three hours. All right, the next one. Between 15 hours and counting. Uh, launch is 15 hours and counting. All non-essential personnel leave launch complex. Ground launch sequencer, GLS activation. 11 hours and 15 minutes. Nitrogen, GN2, changeover, and vehicle cavity inserting. That's from, allow, that's from launch 11.45, 11 hours and 45 minutes to launch. All right. Now we have 10 hours and 40 minutes in counting. Three to five hour built-in countdown hold begins. Launch team conducts a weather and tanking briefing. Launch team decide if they are go or no go to begin tanking the rocket. Core stage LOX transfer line chill down and core stage LH2 transfer line chill down. So these are all continuing through the countdown and I'm not going to look at all of that right now. You can look at it on to proceed towards tanking operations for Artemis. Hold on. All right. The Artemis One mission management team met today, this is uh, November 15th, met today to review the status of operations and have given the go to proceed toward tanking operations. Weather conditions are 80% favorable for the two-hour launch window, which opens at 1.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, November 16, with the primary concern being the potential for thick clouds. Launch Director Charlie Blackwell Thompson is expected to give the go shortly to officially begin propellant loading operations. During tanking operations, Teams will load the Space Launch System, SLS, rocket with liquid oxygen, LOX, and liquid hydrogen, LH2, beginning with the rocket's core stage and then the interim cryogenic propulsion stage. Tanking begins with the chilling down, with chilling down the LOX and LH2 lines for the core stage. In sequential fashion, LOX and LH2 will flow into the rocket's core stage tank and be topped off and replenished as some of the cryogenic propellant boils off. The process involves slowly filling the core stage with propellant to thermally condition the tank until temperature and pressure are stable before beginning fast fill operations, which is when the tank is filled at a quicker pump speed. As the super cold liquid oxygen fills the core stage tank, some venting may be visible. At 3.30 p.m., 
NASA TV coverage begins with commentary of tanking operations to load propellant into the SLS rocket. Full coverage begins at 10.30 p.m. in English and at midnight Wednesday. Spanish coverage begins on NASA and Espanol YouTube page. Okay, below are the count countdown milestones as planned for tanking. All right, so we got all of those milestones for tanking. And we're next going to launch director gives go to begin tanking operations for Artemis 1. This is also from November 15th. Artemis launch director Charlie Blackwell Thompson has given the go to officially begin loading propellants into the space launch system rocket. Tanking begins with chill down of the core stage liquid oxygen and liquid hydrogen transfer lines. Next is core stage propellant loading underway. button does nothing to mute the sound, does it? Alright, this is core stage propellant loading underway, also November 15th. Teams have begun the, the slow fill phase to load liquid hydrogen, LH2, and liquid oxygen, LOX, into the space launch system rocket's core stage. Once LH2 and LOX slow fill is complete, teams will transition to fast fill operation. <clears throat> Below are the as scheduled times for slow and fast fill operation. At 4.24 p.m., core stage LH2 slow fill start. 4.44 p.m., Core stage LOX slow fill. 5.04 p.m. Core stage LOX fast fill. And 5.14 p.m. Core stage LH2 fast fill. Then that's going to be about 7 hours and 15 minutes to about 6 hours and 10 minutes before launch. Continuing. The next is core stage liquid oxygen and liquid hydrogen fast fill underway. So it simply just says the fast fuel operations are underway for the space launch system, rocket's core stage, liquid oxygen, and liquid hydrogen tanks, which we just read. Also continuing November 15th. Next part here is core stage liquid hydrogen in replenish. Engineers have completed filling the core stage liquid hydrogen tank and have moved into the replenish phase. Replenish phase. Core stage liquid oxygen fast fill is still underway. Although the LH2 tank is larger than the LOX tank, LOX is dense load. Teams continue to work toward a two-hour launch window that opens at 1.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time from launch pad 39, launch pad 39B at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Next is 
four-stage liquid oxygen in replenish, upper stage tanking to begin. Also from November 15th, this is 2022, at 7.46 p.m. I just noticed the timestamp here I wasn't looking at before. This is at 7.46 p.m., getting closer to launch time. Engineers have completed filling the core stage liquid oxygen tank and have moved to the replenish phase. Propulsion stage. Next is upper stage liquid hydrogen and oxygen in fast fill. <clears throat> Teams are in fast fill operations for the interim cryogenic propulsion stage, ICPS, liquid hydrogen and liquid oxygen tanks. The ICPS is the upper stage of the Space Launch System rocket responsible for giving the Orion spacecraft the big push it needs in space to head toward the moon. Teams continue to work toward a two-hour launch window that opens at 1.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time from Launch Pad 39B at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida. Coverage of tanking operation continues on NASA TV and the agency's website and the NASA app. A full launch broadcast will begin at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in English and at midnight, Spanish coverage begins on the NASA and Espanol YouTube page. This was from November 15th at 8.24 p.m. Next is core stage liquid hydrogen flow paused, red crew being assembled. Red crew. This is from 9.34 p.m. also on November 15th. Engineers have paused flowing liquid hydrogen into the core stage because of a small leak on a hydrogen valve inside of the mobile launcher. A team of personnel called a red crew is being assembled to go to the pad to make sure all of the connections and valves remain tight. The valve is located within the base of the mobile launcher. That's 9.34 p.m. Continuing, next red crew arrives at pad. This is 10.12 p.m. Technicians who are part of the red crew of, of personnel especially trained to conduct operations at the launch pad during cryogenic loading operations have arrived at the launch pad. They will enter the zero deck or base of the mobile launcher to tighten connections to ensure a hydrogen valve used to replenish the core stage remains tight. NASA has historically sent teams to the pad to conduct inspections during active launch operations as needed. It's 10.12 p.m. Next, Red Crew departs pad. It's 11.08 p.m. The Red Crew has departed the launch pad and is now outside the designated danger area surrounding the pad. The technicians entered the zero deck or base of the mobile launcher and tightened several bolts to troubleshoot a valve used to replenish the core stage with liquid hydrogen, which showed a leak with readings above limits. The launch team will check the valve to determine if the leak has been fixed and resume launch countdown operations. Again, that's at 11.08 p.m. November 15, we're getting closer to midnight to the 16th. And this next one here, it's right around the corner. This is called 
four stage liquid hydrogen back and replenish, upper stage in fast fill. This is from 11.55 p.m. and reads, teams are replenishing liquid hydrogen into the core stage and report seeing good data where a red crew tightened connections in the area of a leaky valve on the mobile launcher. The leak is not reoccurring. Engineers are back into liquid hydrogen fast fill operations on the interim cryogenic propulsion stage. Engineers are also tracking the loss of signal from a radar site required for launch. The range is in the process of troubleshooting it while launch operations continue. Next, teams to target new launch time. This is from 1.02 a.m., all right? So that's, it was supposed to be a 1.04 launch time. This is November 16th, now at 1.02 a.m. Again, these are being posted by Rachel Kraft with a K K R A F T. Teams to target new launch time from November 16th, 2000. and launch teams have since resolved an issue that caused a loss of signal from a radar site and are currently in the process of conducting required tests to ensure communication and tracking of the rocket and spacecraft. Next, launch managers give go to proceed with terminal count, launch set for 1.47 a.m. This is just a few hours ago now as we are uh, at 6.39 uh, a.m. on November 16th. Launch managers, proceed, launch managers give go to proceed with terminal count launch set for 1.47 a.m. That was just five hours ago. The mission management team has pulled go to proceed with the terminal count sequence. The launch director is also go, and teams have set a new target launch time of 1.47 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the countdown clock resumed at 1.37 a.m. With approval from the launch director and managers, a series of countdown milestones for the Artemis 1 terminal count to launch will be initiated by the ground launch sequencer at T minus 10 minutes. So, Ground launch sequencer, GLS, initiates terminal count, T minus 10 minutes. GLS go for four stage tank pressurization, T minus six minutes. Orion ascent pyros are armed, T minus six minutes. Orion set to internal power, T minus six minutes. Four stage LH2 terminate replenish, T minus five minutes and 57 seconds. GLS is go for flight termination systems, FTS arm, T minus five minutes, and it continues all the way um, through liftoff. So let's look at liftoff, T minus zero, solid rocket booster separation, mission elapsed time, uh, two minutes and 12 seconds, service module fairing jettison, uh, 3 minutes and 11 seconds, launch abort system jettison, 3 minutes and 16 seconds, 4 stage main engine cutoff command, 8 minutes and 3 seconds, 4 stage ICPS separation, mission, mission elapsed time, 
at uh, eight minutes and 15 seconds. And then we go to already all, all the way to Orion Solar Array Wing Deploy begins, which is at 18 minutes and nine seconds. And it's approximately a 12 minute duration. Mission elapsed time one hour and 29 minutes and 27 seconds, and Orion ICPS separation is at one hour 57 minutes and 36 seconds. The timing of events after liftoff may vary by a few seconds. All right, so next is Artemis 1 liftoff. This one comes to us at 1.47 a.m. and reads, NASA's Space Launch System rocket carrying the uncrewed Orion spacecraft lifted off from Launch Complex 39B in Florida at 1.47 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The primary goal of Artemis 1 is to thoroughly test the integrated systems before crewed missions by operating the spacecraft in a deep space environment. Testing Orion's heat shield and recovering the crew module after re-entry, descent, and splashdown. Below are the ascent milestones that will occur over the next two hours. Times may vary by several seconds. So the socket, solid rocket booster separation, mission elapsed time is 2 minutes and 12, all the way through Orion ICPS separation, which is supposed to occur at 1 hour, 57 minutes, and 36 seconds. Next, solid rocket booster complete. The Space Launch Systems SLS rocket, solid rocket boosters have successfully jettisoned. The SLS core stage will continue to fire until eight minutes after launch. In about one minute, the service module fairing and launch abort system will separate from the Orion spacecraft. So now we're just continuing with what, what is happening at that time. That was 1.50 a.m. Next, we have service module fairing jettison, launch abort system jettison complete. This is from 1.51 a.m. and says the service module fairing and launch abort system have successfully separated from the Orion spacecraft. The SLS core stage will continue to fire until about eight minutes after launch. Next, at uh, 1.56 a.m., reads core stage main cutoff. Four stage separation complete. Space launch system four stage main engine cutoff is complete, and the core stage has separated from the interim cryogenic propulsion stage and Orion spacecraft. Eighteen minutes after launch. Next is Orion Solar Array deploy. performance. The next milestone will be a perigee raise maneuver targeted for approximately 2.41 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to raise Orion's orbit in preparation for the critical translunar injection that will send Orion to the moon. 